How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Waterfowl 365 presented by BTBN. However you are listening to this thing, make sure you hit that subscribe button, whether it be the Podbean app, the podcast app on your iPhone, or good old iTunes. Make sure you hit that subscribe, and while you're there, you might as well leave me a five-star review. I'd really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys for doing so. However you are, uh, yeah listening along that's what i just said but i'm just going to keep it on going um if you're not following along with us on social media type in btbn on instagram and facebook the best place to keep up to date with what is going on we had the head-to-head last round last weekend um we went from eight call makers to four and uh in about a month from now we're gonna have the uh the final four and get it down to two the material is transparent acrylic and black ash burl and i know for a fact ronnie turner is not happy about the acrylic and that's why i wanted to do it i wanted to see how call makers could deal with all materials we've done a lot of wood threw in some micarta we got to hit up some transparent acrylics to make it more interesting so uh be on the lookout for that stuff i expect some crazy cool calls and uh, I even sent them a picture of ones that I called that I built using the same material, just so they know I'm not just being an asshole. I've used this material myself to make a call, and uh, I know it's a pain in the butt. So it's a test. Um, yeah, this is the Move the Sticks episode five, the wrap up of the NFL um, week five, and some predictions of the next week. Yeah, if. Uh, if you want to make yourself a duck call or you want to send a blank to your favorite call maker, hit up Seth Owsley over at Swampwood Products. He can uh, take care of you and man, he just makes a really killer product, stands behind his work. It's what I use for a lot of my duck calls. So hit up Seth over at Swampwood. And uh, if you want to send one of those blanks over to me at Unstable Calls, feel free. I will put you down on the list. It's duck season. My time is uh, time is getting short, but always you know, try to make time to make some guys some calls. And if you want to get yourself a nice piece of apparel, check out Fox Red Apparel Instagram. Um, we have them on our our uh, website, a link to them as well. So you can check out some really cool stuff for the non-bedazzled jean-wearing guys. So without any further ado, the Week 5 Move the Sticks. And we are live. Justin, what is up, buddy? Not much. Another wild week in the NFL. Dude, what in the hell? There is some crazy stuff going on, man. The uh, the upsets, the freaking season-ending injuries. Just a crazy week of football. Yeah, it's been a crazy year of wild injuries and people being out for the season due to just, you know, wear and tear and silly, crazy plays that are happening. Bro, I have, like, another bad news Broncos report came out today, and they didn't even play this week. And another freaking player is going to be out for some time, and who knows, he might get cut for uh, 
for a freaking DUI. Melvin Gordon gets picked up on a DUI last night, and it's an off week. They didn't even play this week, and he still gets a freaking DUI, and he's going to most definitely miss some time. He possibly violated the uh, NFL's COVID um, bubble. Like, they're only supposed to go to the facility in their house, and uh, he got arrested downtown. I mean, you got to be smarter than that, especially with what's going on with the COVID issues. Be smarter. I always, I always talk about these guys, you know, you have the option to make millions of dollars for, you know, the next three to four years, even five, depending on how talented you are, or be a complete jackass and run yourself out of the league because you want to just do stupid pity shit. Yeah. And cause yeah. trouble. Absolutely retarded, man. I couldn't believe it. But, uh, you know, that's how the uh, Broncos 2020 season is gone. Um, We'll start off with the Thursday night game. And uh, that was the Bears and the Buccaneers. And we both were like-minded and were like, of course, the Buccaneers are going to win that. (laughs) And freaking the Bears show up. Tom Brady looks terrible. Like... 25 of 41, 250 and 1 TD. He just isn't moving. Like, he, you know, he he's missing some really bad passes. He did that last week they won, but they were down like 20 to 3, I think, at halftime to the Chargers. And then the Chargers fumbled right before half. And, the, the, uh, and Tampa Bay got the ball back with like a minute left at the, the 25. I think they went into halftime 20 to 10. But before that, Tom Brady had looked terrible in the first half. I really, after the win the, the previous week, really thought Tom Terrific had it figured out. He did not look like Tom Terrific. Uh, Bro, you got to remember, starts. who did they beat that week before that? The Broncos. Yes. Arguably one of the worst three teams in the NFL aside from the Jets. The Jets are by far the worst. But uh yeah, I can't I can't Ronald Jones. Press. Ronald Jones, man. He went that off. Guy is, he's this, last year I had him on my fantasy team as a keeper pick. You get stuck with him. I benched him, started trying different running backs all year, but this year he's looking pretty legit. Well, and you got to think how freaking thin Tampa is right now. Like, what, they got both? Mike Evans did play. He had a TD. But I, this is his first week back in a couple of weeks, isn't it? And uh, Godwin's out again. Uh, yeah, Godwin's been out. I thought Mike played against you guys. I might be not correct. But uh, where, where, Mike Evans, five catches for 41 yards and one TD. Yeah, but he was on. He, I mean, targeted nine times. Like I said, Brady just looked off. I didn't watch the whole he's game. Still dealing, he, Mike Evans is still, I think, was dealing with a hamstring, so he's going to be bothered by that for a while. Yeah. Well, and freaking Foles, you know, he doesn't have a great game, but he does just enough. Chicago's defense is legit, you know? Freaking, uh, what's his name? Um, Mac. Khalil Mack, dude. For, yeah. Khalil Mack freaking jackhammered that tackle like he weighed a, like a piece of paper. 
Yeah, he freaking went off, dude. And Cleo Mack is a big man to try, you know, he's throwing a tackle like that. It's not like that stiff arm that, you know, shots heard around the world on Tuesday night. Or was that last night? Yeah, that was last night. Last night. That stiff arm. It's not like he's doing that to a corner. You know, he's doing it to an offensive tackle. A 300-pounder. 330-pound tackle. Yeah. He's probably 6'5", 6'6". You know, like, that's a big man. And, uh, dude, the Bears are getting pressure. Trevathian freaking was pretty active. He had eight solos. But he was all over the freaking ball. Mack ended up with two sacks. Yeah, Danny Trurry, Faithen's a stud, too. Yeah, you know, I was sad to see him leave the uh, the Broncos, but uh, he just wanted too much money at the time. So we both... And that, go ahead. Who do, we, who do we pick up? We both took the, what, the Bucks. We both took the Bucks, so we both took an we L took on that L. one. Yeah. So that leads us into the Falcons and Panthers, and we both took the Panthers, of course, because the Falcons are horrible this year. And uh, Bridgewater played solid, dude. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater is looking like the man. <clears throat> he's, I mean, he's been playing good all year and progressively getting better throughout every week. So, dude, Todd Gurley, I didn't realize he had 121 yards. Yeah. average of 8.6 yards a carry. Dude, that it's nice to see a little uh, resurgence. You know, they still took the. The L, but Todd Gurley has been MIA for freaking two seasons now. And then Calvin Ridley did what Calvin Ridley does. And dude, if. if I about him when he was in Los Angeles the last year. Yeah. Well, dude, if, if the Falcons don't quit messing around, it might be a Trevor Lawrence to Calvin Ridley in the future for a long time. Like, th- they fired their coach, they fired the GM this week. They might be going all in for Trevor Lawrence and resetting this thing with Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I mean, that could be a scary franchise if, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence, is, you know, is not just hype. He hasn't been hype in college, but, but you know, those hype, big hype guys get into the league and they just wash out. But I like Trevor Lawrence, so. I, if I was Trevor Lawrence, I, there's a hell of a lot better chance I'd want to go to Atlanta than uh, the Jets. Well, hell, either New York franchise, which are all three of those teams are in the running for the uh, Lawrence sweepstakes. But uh, if the Jets somehow get the first pick, man, I might pull a John Elway if I'm Trevor Lawrence. No, I'm not playing for him. I agree with you there. Or Eli Manning. Eli Manning did the same thing. Yep. Yep. Trade me. I don't want to be there. So we both (laughs) went Panthers on that one. So we uh, got back to even at one and one. The next scheduled game was supposed to be the Bills-Titans. We'll skip that for now because it got rescheduled to Tuesday. So that makes the next game this horrible, horrible one for you. Uh, I found myself as a Denver fan rooting for the Raiders, which felt weird. (laughs) It felt weird. I hate both teams, but just living in Missouri, I hate the Chiefs a little bit more. So, uh... Obviously, we both went Chiefs on this one and took the yeah. L. Give me your breakdown of this Raiders game. Discombobulated offense in the second half. At one point, they only had, what, 22 yards? Defense might as well have just stayed in the locker room. It would have been better off that way. 
But no the on the offense, they just still look discombobulated. And Andy Reid not really wanting to stretch the field in the second half until the game was out of reach. It's, they're real cute. They're really cute, calling real cute plays when I think they should just attack. To me, I don't know. It seemed like everything was just one step off. Like, okay, so it all went bad after Tyreek Hill's amazing touchdown catch. Patrick Mahomes launched the ball 70 freaking yards, hit Hill in double coverage in the end zone, and it gets called back for a nonsense holding call. Yes, well, turnovers in the league, I always say, kill you. Penalties also kill you. You cannot have five possessions and third down is third and 20 or third and 15. You just can't do it. You cannot shoot yourself in the totally mindless, stupid penalties. And then Patrick uh, Osimley's out with like a double knee tears. I, I can't remember if it's ACL or MCLs. Well, tears, and he, he got close. he got hurt on that next play after getting that holding call. The touchdown, the first touchdown that was called back, like five minutes into the game. Uh, out. So I guarantee you, Brett Beach is scouting people's practice squads for talent. Yeah. they Dude, it's two weeks in a row that they have just looked out of sorts, man. Yeah. Um, offensive line, there's some stuff that needs to be changed. I don't, I'm not a huge Austin Ryder fan. I would gladly get uh, Mitch Morris back, or I would love to see Travis and Jason Kelsey play together. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen yet. No, that's <sighs> never going to happen. They they got to get it. Uh, they got to get it figured out, though. I mean, the Chiefs are still obviously ahead of the Raiders on my power ranking of you know what's going on, but the Raiders. Yeah, I was. They play the Chiefs tough every time, man. Yeah, I was impressed with uh, Derek Carr for the first time ever playing the Chiefs. Yeah, dude, Derek Carr has been solid this year. He has the third highest quarterback rating in the NFL so far. Took him so far this year, and he's, I think, the first quarterback, Raider quarterback, to throw for 300 yards in Arrowhead since Rich Gannon. (laughs) 20 years ago. Yeah. When John Gruden was with the team the first time. Yep. Yeah, dude. So that uh, I know that one hurts. Like I said, it was strange. I found myself cheering for the Raiders, uh, just to see. I I I've come to f- terms with it's not a Denver year again. We're gonna miss the playoffs for the fifth year in a row. I just can't have the Chiefs starting a dynasty. The, you know, <laughs> they can they can get their Super Bowl. I can't have them winning back to back. I think that'd be too much pain to overcome. Um. You might start watching soccer then. Not a chance. So <laughs> that leaves us uh, one and two, both of us. So then we move on to the Jets, Cards, and that's easy. Not a lot of time wasted on that. Uh, the Cardinals took care of business. So we're, Showed up. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit, you went Jets? Bro, yeah. you went Jets for some fucking reason. I might have to re-listen to the other podcast, but I have Jets written down for you. I don't know why, but uh, Arizona. That's when our phone, my phone was, might have been freaking out. And you're like Jets. I was like, no, Arizona. 
All right. Well, I'm going to say we're both two and two. I'm going to go back and re-listen to it, or I'm sure somebody else will call you out on it if it's wrong. But uh, I, can't, I can't remember now. There's been a lot going on. Yeah, I looked at it, and that's insanity. Um, so then you get the Steelers and the Eagles. We both went Steelers. Steelers look good so far, man. Um, the Eagles, they've played better lately, but they're still... Man, they might win the freaking terrible NFC East, but they're still not a good football team. There is zero good football teams in the NFC East. Look at Carson Wentz. He's got more. He's got more interceptions than touchdowns. That dude, man, he is freaking terrible. Claypool went off, dude. He had four. He had three receiving touchdowns. I thought he had a rushing touchdown too. I watched a lot of that game. Uh, he did have a rushing touchdown. He Claypool did. had four total touchdowns. The guy played out of his mind. He was I unstoppable. You, I, yeah, I guarantee you uh, many fantasy owners are going to be picking him up, and next week he's going to drop off the face of the earth. Oh, I'd say so. But, yeah, they had a great, great freaking rushing, 136 yards total on 32 rushes for – the whole team. Man. James Con- James Conner was average. You just don't know with that guy. He can never stay healthy. Right. Oh, then that moves us to the Rams and uh, the Redskins. And, of course, we both went Rams on that. And Definitely a no-brainer. Yeah, they took care of business. It's another freaking watch. It's another Jets-Cardinals game. Um... Leads us to the Ravens and the Bengals. And, dude, I got the Bengals written down for you on that one, too. Uh, yeah, I, t- I, went, I went with my boy. Yeah. So, he, uh, but I was trying to make it up. interesting this week. <clears throat> he got beat up, dude. Mixon, yeah. essentially non-existent. If you look at Lamar Jackson's numbers, though, he was not good. No. Baltimore Terrible. won that game. He freaking was... 19 to 37 for 180. That's less than, that's what, 52% accuracy? Um, two touchdowns, one interception. Not anything great. And he didn't have over 57 yards because Ingram was their leading rusher. So you're looking at a guy with Lamar Jackson. He had three yards rushing. So your quarterback, who was the MVP last year, gave you 183 total yards for the game. That that's terrible. I mean, that's not winning football, but like I said, they're built to win with a lead, and they've pretty much had the lead from the get go. Yeah, hell, wins a win, right? A W is a W. So that leaves us at uh, you four and three, and me five and two, with us losing the uh, the Bucks and the Chiefs game. So that takes us to the Texans and the Jaguars. And the Texans got it done for Romeo Cornell, throwback Kansas City Chiefs coach of what, 2006? Seven, something like that? Around that era. So uh, they took care of business. That's We both went Texans. And then we got this next one, Dolphins and 49ers. And I'll tell you what, dude. I have said it so many times. That Fitzpatrick, it's only a matter of time before he he gets the freaking rope and it's Tua's time. But he is playing 
his ass off to I keep from being yeah. replaced. Yeah, he's dude, he's either you know he's on fire or he's he's all over the place. And against the Niners, he was freaking Fitz Magic right there. Man, how telling is it of a team that loses the Super Bowl? The drop off that happens the next year. San Francisco is terrible. Well, um, they pulled uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, mm-hmm. and but they they're, they got some injuries too on the on their all pro defensive line. So. Oh yeah, yeah, they're definitely decimated as well. But they are not a good football team. They uh, we'll see, man, if they can bounce back next year and take that year of ass beatings and come back. So then it leaves us with the Colts and the Browns, and we both bet on Baker Mayfield, and uh, he came through. Yeah, he's he's trying to grow. I, I like I like the kid personally, but sometimes he just you know overthinks and put forth his stuff, and he played pretty good this last weekend. Yeah, I mean, he played solid. He's starting to look like a first-round talent, finally starting to get some pieces around him. He's in freaking Cleveland, man. That is a quarterback killer. Cleveland has a good offensive line, though. They do now. Look how long it's taken, though. It took took them forever to finally get there, but they finally got there, and freaking, I mean, the weapons he has, you know, Hunt, Chubb, when Chubb's healthy, and then Landry, Beckham, Higgins. They got some weapons. Well, uh, hell, Joku actually they had, too. I was surprised with that. They had one of the best offensive left tackles in history who only experienced one winning season with the team. Him <laughs> and Joe Thomas. His rookie year Dude. was their only winning season. Sorry to go on a Joe Thomas rant. Have you seen him lately? No. Pictures of Joe Thomas, twenty twenty. Wouldn't even recognize the guy. Did he get all skinny? Got out of football shape. Is in in phenomenal shape, but does not look like Joe Thomas of old. Yeah, that's. I was hoping he'd come out of retirement and freaking give Denver a uh, chance at an offensive line. Not right now, not the way he looks. Oh, he did that Titans game thing that The Rock was doing? Yeah. Dude, I'm going to show you. Yeah, I, I saw a picture of it. He looks like a freaking beast. Dude, he looks like a Greek god now. <laughs> so, picking the Browns, we're sitting at 6-3 and three and 8-2. and two. And then that leads us to the Giants and the Cowboys game. And I was watching this one. And I saw Dak go down. He, like, okay, number one, the Cowboys are terrible. They got another win, but they were horrible. Freaking, I don't want to hear that Dak went down and that cost them the game. No, they were freaking barely ahead of New York when Dak went down. And yeah. uh, he was scrambling out to his right, running, picked up the first down, got hit, and uh, he went to get up off the ground and couldn't get up. And went to pick up his leg. Like, sometimes if your leg is asleep, you'll go to pick it up with two hands. Picked that sucker up and looked at it. His ankle twisted the wrong way. Like, his foot was pointing 45 degrees the wrong way. And just sat back down. And I was like, oh. I watched it. I find, like, I had just, when 
to the kitchen to grab something to drink and came back and he had texted me. So I, I watched it. And you can see him pick his leg up and bang on the ground like he's trying to bang his ankle back into place. Yeah, dude, it was gnarly. It, that's a heartbreaking, you know, after seeing that happen to Alex Smith, I'm just praying that the doctors, you know, got all the, the particles out because I would hate to see that happen to him. He's a He's a good kid. Dude, he's a beast. He was putting up. They just put up the uh, the numbers, and for the season, he's still three hundred yards ahead of the next closest quarterback in total yards. He was on a epic season, regardless of what their record is. He was on an epic season. Yeah, he was having such a killer season, just on a shitty team, decimated by injuries on the defense. Now the offensive lines having injury problems. I feel bad for the Red Rifle, man. Yeah, yeah. It It's going to be a long road for Dallas. We both picked them. They got the win, but once again, it was against the Giants. And uh, that's terrible NFC East. Yes, dude. The, the Cowboys' defense is horrible. All the Dak yeah. stuff aside, the defense is horrible. 34 points. I think I heard a stat that the Giants have not put up 34 points in their last three games combined. I haven't fact-checked, you know, looked at the numbers, but that's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, we both... Daniel, picked... Go ahead. Daniel Jones was freaking subpar. I think, like you said earlier, they could be in the running for Trevor Lawrence because I know this is his second year, but... Man, I don't... I don't know if they I go. Sold on him. I, I don't know if they've seen enough bad or good to make a decision if they're going to keep him or roll the dice on another draft pick. Because if you bring in a Trevor Lawrence and your offensive line is still jacked, like, I don't know that he turns out any different than freaking Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones hasn't looked bad. I think you have to build that offensive line. You you definitely do it. Get a couple of Iowa boys in there, some Wisconsin boys in there. (laughs) Right. So uh, we both had the Dak over or under 350 or 400. I think we would have been over 350 with the shootout that they had. Obviously, we didn't get to see that, but we both picked the Cowboys. Um, Next, that leads us to the Broncos and the Patriots and the NFL and Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick. I swear it's the evil empire. I think they called Robert Kraft and said – or I think they called called the NFL – and uh, Goodell, and they—I think they said it was a fake positive. I think they—I think they made up a positive test so the game could get moved back, so that way they get Cam Newton back. Because so you're, t- you're trying to tell me it's COVID gate? It is COVID gate. I want. Okay, so I don't—I'm not one for conspiracy theories, but if you told me next year that they found out that that happened, my surprise level would be zero percent. I'd be like, of course they did. It doesn't surprise me with the Patriots. It wouldn't. Exactly. So, the good news with that is I went Broncos and uh, you went Pats. I didn't lose a game being a homer and taking the Broncos. So, it was a wash. So, it's actually good. So, that leaves us sitting at 7-3 and 10-2. and so then we go into uh, the Vikings and the Seahawks, and Russell Wilson comes through. The Vikings, didn't they miss a field goal to lose the game? Yeah. 
They, uh, God, I was, I was, it was a nail biter of a game. Because Russell Wilson did not start the game very hot. Yeah, they no run, no running game. I, I, I don't know what they're thinking. Trying to keep, trying to get Carson going. I think they need to go out and really find somebody. Oh shit! No, I remember what happened in this game. Minnesota was up twenty six to twenty. Or 26-21. Yeah, 26-21. They had a five-point lead. And uh, they could they were in field goal range. It was fourth and one. And they were in field goal range. They went for it on fourth down. Missed the fourth down with like a minute and a half left. And they were like, hey, we can kick the field goal and go up by eight. But it leaves Russell Wilson a minute and a half to march down the field score a touchdown, and get a two-point conversion. So they said, screw it, we're going to go for it on fourth. How little do you think of your defense that you can be up by eight with a minute and a half left and not trust your defense to close out the game? What a horrible call. And that's a Broncos coach that made that call, and Gary Kubiak, the uh, offensive coordinator. Coaching right there, dude. That is te- obviously he doesn't have final say, but dude, that is terrible. So the Seahawks they get the ball on the uh, turnover on downs, march down the field, win the game. Exactly what you expect them to do. But all you had to do was kick a field goal. Like you can't lose the game you if you kick take the-, the points every chance that you can in the NFL. Yeah, Cause... you you can't lose the game. No, you can't lose the game, but I. I mean, I understand if you're good at fourth, getting it on fourth down, but at that at that stage of the game, you take the points. Yeah. Like, uh, well, was it McCarthy going for it at the first? Yeah, Mike McCarthy went for it, and they didn't go. They didn't get it, and they wound up losing the game. Still. Hmm. Yep. You gotta you gotta take the points. I I know you want to be aggressive and try to close the game or not go into overtime. But Take the freaking points every time. Dude, it's it's ridiculous. Alright, so uh, we both picked Seahawks. Then you got New Orleans and the Chargers. And I'll tell you what, man. Freaking, the Chargers look damn good. Justin Herbert did everything to win that game that he should have done. He played immaculate. Drew, Bre- Drew Brees did not play good at all. But oh, he's starting to show he's really showing his age. You know, and I had the Saints defense I thought would give uh, Herbert a lot more issues, but he freaking carved them up. Yeah, it, uh, dude, it was terrible. Freaking, he could not move at all. And Herbert, dude, like I said, he looks legit. I've been saying he kind of looks like a young Big Ben. Yes, yes, he does, dude. And... You know, he just doesn't get flustered under pressure. Like, I don't know, man. As a uh, as an AFC West fan, the way that Carr is playing right now, the way that obviously Mahomes is, you know, the anointed king, and Herbert looks really freaking good. Drew Locke better come back and be the truth, man. Or uh, that's a scary looking situation because the oldest is Carr out of that, and I think he's 28. He's got 10 yeah. years in him. Yeah, 
like I said, Herbert looks really good. Carr looks good. Pat looks really good when that offense is clicking. But the AFC West have some pretty good quarterbacks. I'm still up in the air about Drew Locke being a Missouri guy. Did he, uh, like I said, he better come back and be the truth because right now he's a uh, – who were we just talking about? Not sure if he's the guy or not. He's better than Daniel Jones has looked. Like he had some real – he went 4-1 and one at the end of last year and he looked really solid and didn't make a lot of mistakes. He played a really good game against Tennessee. They lost. But uh, he needs – he's going to be back this week against the Patriots since they rescheduled – the, the end of this year is all about, is Drew Locke good enough to keep going forward, or do the Broncos have to revisit? Because it looks like they're going to have a hell of a high draft pick. I definitely give him, you know, obviously the benefit of the doubt the rest of this year and going into minicamp and next year. I don't know, man. If you're at uh, pick two or three because you're that bad, right now they've got one win. Okay, so since their schedule got redone, they just like they had eight games move around because of the COVID rescheduling. Yeah. Um, Four o'clock on Monday, dude. It's God, I don't even want to get into that. Let me uh pull up. They were supposed to play the Patriots that were without Cam Newton, and uh, now obviously that's not going to happen. So. He's definitely playing. Yeah, they play the Patriots. They play the Chiefs. So that's a, a most likely L against the Patriots, an L against the Chiefs. Then they play the Chargers, who are looking pretty damn good. That's not a give me at all. So that's a potentially an L. They play the Falcons, who can beat – I think the Falcons are a lot better than their record shows. That might be the Broncos' easiest game remaining. Then they play the Raiders – who are looking pretty damn good. The Dolphins, Fitzpatrick is looking amazing. That might be the second easiest game they have left. Then they play the Saints, the Chiefs again, the Panthers, Bills, Chargers, and Raiders. So the Pan- the Panthers... This is going to be an interesting game because they have no defense. Yes. So the Panthers and the Falcons are the Broncos' two remaining games that are like, okay, we should... Uh. Be at it's least, up in the air. Yeah. It's a 50-50. So they realistically, unless Drew Locke just comes back and plays out of his mind and looks really solid and wins half the games that he starts, they could potentially be two and fourteen, three and thirteen. They could be in the Trevor Lawrence talks. I don't know if they're going to be the worst team, but they might be a top five pick. And if your quarterback, if Drew Locke isn't the guy, if you're picking, if you finish three and thirteen. Something's got to change, and uh, injury depleted or not, I mean that you got to start thinking about making a trade for freaking Lawrence. I don't want to see it. I hope Drew Lock comes back and destroys, but man, that is—it's not good. And you have that—you have the golden ticket. I think you take Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, if you're pick three or four, I'm not throwing away the franchise for it. It depends. It all depends on how Lock comes back and looks. If he comes back and looks like he could, you know, be a good starter, then you don't mess around. If he puts up Justin Herbert, well, maybe not as high as Herbert numbers, but he comes back and looks good, like a good second-year quarterback should look, then, all right, you keep rolling with him, you build around him with another super high draft pick. 
But if he looks bad, man, you got to do something. Quarterbacks are so hard to get. And in the AFC, there is a lot of really good quarterbacks. We just went over the AFC West on how good they are. Dude, you got Deshaun Jackson in the South who's really good. You got freaking uh, – you got Lamar Jackson. You got Joe Burrow. You've got uh, – man, I'm trying to think of all the AFC teams. you got a lot of really good young quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, yeah, we went over him. Uh, you got Baker Mayfield's in the AFC. Mm-hmm. You've got... You got a lot of young Tua. in the AFC. Yeah, dude, there's a lot of exciting young quarterbacks in the AFC. It is You got to do something to be competitive. I was just going to make a comment. Knowing John Elway, he would make some crazy pick and pick up Sam Ellinger from Texas. Yeah, right. Oh, Josh Allen. How do I forget him? Look... Dismal on Tuesday night. You know what, though? Everybody's going to have a bad game. So we'll move on. The Saints end up getting the win. We both picked the Saints. Um, and then <laughs> we both went the Bills against the Titans. This game, I don't put any uh, any thought really into this game with it being moved around so many times. And how yeah. the Titans hadn't played a game in, what, two and a half weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, they hadn't played a game in like 18 days, which is insane. So I don't put a whole lot of stock into that game with everything that's going crazy. Um, but we both took the L on that one going with the Bills. So our final week score was uh, you 10-4 and four and me 11-3. and three. And I'm going to go back and I'm going to check that other, that other score. I don't remember what the heck it was, but I'm going to have to call you out if it was uh, – if somehow that you went with the Jets, like there's no way that had to be me joking around and writing it wrong. Yeah, I don't know, but this week I'm not I'm not effing around. <laughs> yeah, because now I got a one point advantage. So let's pull up week five schedule or week six schedule, and uh, let's get to it. I got uh, Texans and Titans game one. I'm gonna go with the Texans. You going with the Texans? Yeah. All right, I'm going with. Nah, the... I'm fucking with. I'm fucking with you. I'm gonna go with Titans. See, and they both start with a T. When I do abbreviations, writing the shorthand. Normally, I write a T B whatever it is. This one is a uh, Texans and Titans, so I gotta go four letters out. So it's uh, tits is what we got. Uh, <laughs> Then you got Bengals and the Colts. What do you say? Did you pick? Colts. Okay, I was like, it keeps cutting out. I'm going with the Colts too, man. They're, uh, Colts have looked solid this last week. Last week was a fluke. Ooh, this is a trash game. Falcons. Vikings. Easy. Who? Vikings, easy. Vikings. It keeps cutting out right when you say something. I'm going with the Vikings as well. The Falcons just imploded their whole team. Um, Broncos and Patriots. I get a chance at redemption. Yeah. yeah it, cut, it cut out at the same time. I know that you went to Pats. If I'm playing to win, I'm picking the Pats. I got to be realistic. Um, Homer. No, I gotta be realistic. Uh, another trash game: Washington and the New York Football Giants. 
who's starting this game? Is it going to be Alex Smith or Kyle Allen? If it is Alex Smith, I'm taking Washington. I'm taking Washington either way. I hope it's I hope it's Alex Smith. Oh, that's a hard one because I want to go with Alex Smith because that guy is one has had one hell of a story right now. But I'm gonna go uh, Giants. I'm gonna be different. All right, they got to get their first one sometime. Um, Ravens and the Eagles. I'm gonna go Ravens. Yeah, that's pretty easy. I'm going Ravens as well. I think uh, Carson Wentz is going to just implode this game. Ooh, this is another good one. Browns, yeah, Steelers. I'm going to go Steelers. Damn it. I'm going Steelers, too. I'm going with the trusty veteran. I yeah. think uh, that defense is going to make uh, make Baker sweat a little bit. This was an interesting one, too. Yeah, Bears and Panthers. Uh, the only thing that's really stopping the Panthers is a defense. But if they get in a track race, I'm going to go Teddy Two Gloves. Panthers. Panthers. I'm going Bears. I'm going to ride that hot defense. Um, But, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Panthers stole that one. Lions and the Jaguars. God, there's some ugly games. It's an ugly lineup this week. Yeah. I'm going to go with Matthew Stafford. Man. Yeah. Dude, that's the way I was going to go with it. We only have one game different right now. I'm going with Minshew. I went Minshew Magic on that one. It's time for the mustache to uh, to have a hot game. Jets, Dolphins. I'm going to go Dolphins. Yep. I think, uh, I don't think Fitzpatrick has another big game, but, uh, the Dolphins, the Jets are so terrible, dude. It's ridiculous. And this goes down to probably one of the games of the week, man. Packers and Buccaneers. Packers and Buccaneers. Did you say Packers? No, it's just, yeah, Packers, but I like when you said Packers. Yeah, right? I'm going Packers as well. Aaron Rodgers looks out of the world. Um, and he's coming off a bye. Like, they're yep. going to beat the brakes off. That guy's a beast. Did you hear my my down year is better than anybody's average year? Yeah, well, it's, you know what? It's true. He's it's a, so true. He's a douche, but he's true. Um... Rams Niners. I'm gonna go with the Rams, dude. The Niners are bad. Yeah, I have to go with the Rams too. That leaves us with the Chiefs and the Bills. I have to take my Chiefs, of course, because I'm gonna be a homer. You know, if the Chiefs had looked good last night, or whatever day it was, it's we had football on Tuesday. The this whole COVID Sunday. thing is yeah, this whole COVID thing is making everything weird. The Bills are coming off a short week. They didn't look good. The Chiefs have not looked good for two weeks. But that being said, I think they get their shit together. I, I have to go with the Chiefs as well. I hope uh, Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid lied into that that offense and Spags 
lights into that defense because they're not playing to their best of their ability. No, not at all, man. Well, and that offense has to get shit going. They have to get off to a good start. The Chiefs are at their best when they're up by freaking 14 at halftime, not when they're in a 6-3 game or a 10-7 game. Like, I mean, the truly when they, like you said, if they're up by 14 by half, but if they smack you in the mouth right away from the get-go, it's kind of hard. When they get that momentum from the opening yes. jump of the game, it's Set the tone. Yeah. That's that's what I said with this game this week, man. When that touchdown in the first three minutes got overturned, I was like, "Well, that's yeah. not freaking good." And then they ended up uh, punting on that drive. They didn't even get points yeah. out of it, and I was like, "Well, that set a really bad tone to the game." But uh, yeah. I don't think they do it two weeks in a row. I think they get it together, and uh, I think it's a good game. The Bills are still a solid team. I just think the Chiefs yeah. are a little bit better. That leads us to. Andy Dalton playing a Kyler Murray. Man. The Cowboys defense is so terrible, I have to go with the cards. Yeah. Man. The the way the the Cowboys look, they couldn't stop a JV football team. They can't tackle. But the Cardinals, man, they'll have a good game, terrible game. Good game, terrible game. Weeks, uh, Kyler Murray was playing possessed, and then he regressed for the last two weeks, and then turned it around. It all started with he regressed against uh, Detroit. Yeah, Man. but he picked it up last week, so I'm a, I have to go give him the benefit of the doubt. And the Cowboys are terrible. Man, this will be a. Uh, I'm gonna go with the cards. But it wouldn't surprise me if Andy Dalton walked walked him all over the field. I don't think they take a well, huge fall off. Uh, I think you're going to see a heavy dose of Zeke, and I think that's going to help Andy Dalton a lot. Yeah. Two, three. We have three games that are different, so not too bad. Um, yeah, man. It uh, It's a interesting, interesting week. They screwed up. I think with the Patriots reschedule, I think – Eight teams had to change your schedule around. Yeah. And, uh, dude, if, like, Denver this week counted as their bye. So what happens yeah. the next time one of their opponents has a COVID outbreak? Like, we're going to end up with football week 18, 19, 20. They're trying to avoid that, but I, I don't see any way that that happens. I almost think the NFL should have, if there were, you know, te- games that were canceled due to COVID, I thought the NFL should have added weeks and then started the playoffs after the teams made up their games. Yeah. At a later date. I think that they're going to have to. They're going to have to. And they, they're so short-sighted, and they're doing all this reactionary. They didn't pre-plan, like, they didn't plan for it. Like, they're doing, they're being reactive instead of proactive. And it shows, and it looks terrible. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they're thinking, man. But uh, I, I really kind of enjoy this football on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Like, It's been kind of nice. Yeah, because, I mean, there ain't crap on TV that I personally want to watch. The wife has all her shows on that she likes to watch. But this football, I would love for, you know, at least one couple games, more games throughout the week. Yeah. Well, dude, this has been the latest in, like, 18 years that I've watched baseball in the yeah. year. 
the Braves have a 2-0 lead in the NLCS, but then the Dodgers come out in inning number one, drop 11 runs, and then in inning two, drop like three more. It's 15-1 to in the sixth. So it is truly a day that I am not watching sports the rest of the day and uh, just enjoying the rest of the evening. This is right before the NFL was just leading up to the NFL season. You had baseball going, uh, hockey going, basketball going, and then football fired up. There was all the professional sports in which me and you are both sports lovers, and I, I was in heaven. I was like, well, what am I going to watch? I got to get my watching football. Am I watching baseball? Am I going to watch hockey? You don't know what sport you're going to watch. Yeah, it's insane. I think the Stanley Cup was going on at the same time as MLB playoffs. It ha- it finished up right before the uh, NBA Finals. Like, it's been kind of crazy, man. It's been a weird, weird year. Yeah, 2020 is probably one of the craziest and hectic times that I can remember. Yeah. Dude, it'll be interesting. Hopefully, uh... Hopefully we get the rest of football season. I don't like that games are already getting rescheduled, pushed back. Nobody knows what's going on, but hopefully they can keep it going as long as possible. Yeah. Yeah, I want to – oh, God. Yeah, they already canceled the Pro Bowl. Well, nobody gives a shit about the Pro Bowl. Yeah, no one does, but it's still sometimes fun to watch. (laughs) Right. Well, let's let's hope they don't don't screw up and – yeah, I got the I got the one game lead right now. It was two down, made the comeback. So let's see if you can make the comeback this week, man. I hope so. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, I appreciate it. I'll let you uh, get off here and enjoy the rest of the night. All right, bro. Take care, and I'll see you later. All right, buddy. Sounds good. All right. Bye. All right, guys. That is the Move the Sticks episode five. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Check out Seth Owsley over at Swampwood Products. Send one of those nice blanks over to me at Unstable Calls and get a call built. And do that while you're wearing your Foxtrot apparel. And uh, keep those bedazzled jeans out of your closet. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Like it, share it. Jump on our Instagram page. Check out the call giveaway on BTBN's page. Win yourself a nice duck call by myself. Have a good one.